Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Body and the Beast podcast. Coming straight into your ears for the next few hours are your awesome hosts, Dan Meredith and Jamie Alderton. Hello, folks, and welcome to another awesome episode of the Body and the Beast. I am your body, Jamie Alderton. And I am your beast, Dan Meredith. How are you, Mr. Alderton? I'm pretty damn good, to be honest. I'm in one of those weeks, and I don't know if you have these kind of weeks, where you want to relax the next week, so you basically have to cram all the stress of the week that you're having off into the week before. So I am doing exactly the same, Jamie, because I am. I have the <laughs> joys, and I'll share this with you, Fred. So my little sister... For those of you who maybe are new to this, um, she's special needs, so it's her fortieth birthday. But she's like a she's like a little kid, and I am going to Centre Parks with my sixty-eight-year-old mother and my forty-year-old sister next week as well. So I have a fucking wild week ahead of me, Jamie. So I'm doing exactly the same as you right now, so I can be present and enjoy some pottery, which is one of the tasks pottery. that I've been told by my sister I will be doing for her birthday. I like it, mate. I like it. And it's nice um, centre parks, apart from you have to remortgage your house to go. <laughs> yeah, just once a year. <laughs> yeah. So, But yeah, I mean, uh, pretty damn good. And it's been a weird week because of something that we're going to speak around because there's not often that a brand new social media platform, one, takes off uh, and two is created. And uh, and three has piqued my interest as all social media um, platforms do. And what the topic of this podcast today is, is investing your energy wisely. Because I see a lot of people are not doing so, especially on a new social media platform, mm. which is Fred's, of course, for the, uh, that I, you've uh, visited it a couple of times this week, Dan, have you not? I've had a dabble, it's typical. I decide uh, to, you know, the new platform comes out. I got myself on there. I quite like the format, to be honest with you. It's fun. Um, and obviously, because we've got a bit of a following already, it's quite, you know, it's a nice following already. So a nice amount of people to interact with. Um, but it literally was, it, it landed three days before my week off. So it's like, hello, everyone. Right, I'm off. I'll see you in a week. Yeah, and you know what intrigues me about any platform, I mean, the last one of this magnitude to really get launched was probably Clubhouse. And mm. I instantly took a massive distaste to it because I just couldn't see the scalability or viability of it in the long term. Just because yeah. the amount of effort that was involved in creating and being on there and growing a following versus, you know other platforms which were so much easier for me like I was on clubhouse and I was on there for like two hours waiting to talk and that, that was a thing you having to bloody interrupt everyone to try and get a voice out there and then as soon as I'm off I'm like I have no evidence that I was in this room or anything whatsoever because there is no recordings there's no analytics there's no nothing and I haven't got time to spend hours a day networking with people online I really really haven't and some people spent their lives on there. And I was just like, nah, this is not for me. This is not a good yeah. use. I had a dabble as well myself. Time. And 
I remember thinking, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, this is the next big thing. I know it's still there and it's still, you know, popular with certain different groups and stuff. Is it? It's still there. there? It is still there. But it's like, for me, it was a case of I looked at it logically. It was launched in the middle of a pandemic where none of us were interacting with people. We weren't chatting as much. We were stuck at home on our phones. So, yeah, it was a perfect opportunity to, to join in conversations and stuff. But as the world opened up, it started you know, to die down and people went back to their normal lives, normal routines, actually got off social media a little bit more and started interacting with humans again and went back to what they knew. So I kind of thought it would go the way it was. Yeah, I know some people who did get some great followings from it because they really hammered it and then moved them across, but they basically hammered it and then moved them over to Insta or TikTok or Facebook and then plug it off. Yeah, so as Threads came out, obviously a text-based platform, and I'm like, I love this because one of my investments this a uh, year of time was in Twitter. And I've mm. been putting good two, three hours of writing and planning on Twitter this year. And I've been getting about two or three followers a week. Because once again, it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm posting from a an account that's got a lot of followers, but haven't used properly for the last kind of two years, at least consistently. So once again, having to reestablish that account. And just the amount of toxicity and noise and mm. everything on Twitter, mate, it just, it just drives me nuts. And what's made me laugh is uh, it's now, you know, it's taken me five days and I am a few thousand followers away from getting the same following that I have on Twitter that took me 12 years. Yeah. So, so fuck you, Twitter, basically. Then, Mr. Alderton. But that's what I said about the investing the energy wisely. I mean, a lot of people, I'm, I'm actually going to be doing a, a workshop on threads and a lot of people roll their eyes like, oh, here we go, Mr. Threads Master. Like there's so many people trying to capitalize on it. It's like, no, what you don't understand is, you know, I've had 12 years of text-based social media platforms of how, you know, because I grew, a, I, I grew 40,000 followers on Twitter in six months uh, because I understood the platform. It's just after that, I just didn't continue on. So yeah. it's now bringing to it this new text-based platform the same psychological processes that got me that you know that massive following, and of course is working right now to surpass that in less than a week. So for me, the use of energy in that is easy because I understand what to do with the platform. But a lot of people, once again, they haven't got that, so spending lots of time and energy on there, and establishing a new following and doing stuff when I look at their other platforms that they are growing the businesses on and all that energy has been taking away from that and onto the new thing. And I'm like, mm. well, if you just spent your energy or the, the amount of energy at the moment that you're spending on this new thing, on the old thing, then you'd probably have more success. And that's what, of course, we want to talk about today about investing your energy wisely because a lot of people don't. When I see people argue on the internet, and oh, don't get you know, me started. I say, well, but it's the biggest waste of time arguing with strangers on the internet because you're just like, cool, you just spent 45 minutes with a stranger on the internet arguing about something that doesn't really matter. And you're imagine, not going to change their fucking viewpoint anyway. That's it. Imagine 100%. And it, imagine if you spent that 45 minutes somewhere else. And I'm really conscious of this. I, I am, you know, I'm just as bad as anybody else. I will scroll. I will doom scroll, death scroll, whatever mm -hmm. it is that you uh, want to call it. But I'm very, very conscious of going, Jay, you've just wasted that time. Trying to be as productive as 
as possible with that. And that's why a lot of the time I create certain things which allow me to be a lot more productive with that mm. time. Uh, a tip that I actually put on threads, funny enough, today as a bit of a productivity tip is to take your laptop to a coffee shop without the plug and then you've pretty much got three hours of solid work before it switches off. So actually, it's a great productivity tip, unless you've got one of those super laptops that last uh, hours, but I haven't. I've got an old, uh, I'd say it is old now, it's probably about four years old um, MacBook. So I've pretty much got maybe two hours of good solid working time on it before it switches off. Well, I've got a little happiness tip for everyone as well, just based on when you said about arguing with strangers on the internet. If you are needing a lift... If you're needing a little boost and you know you find yourself in the middle of some sort of discussion and you want to raise your energy levels a little bit just reply with i know you are you said you are but what am i to every single thing they say it is without a doubt the most petty thing i've done but you will see a 43 year old man giggling at his phone cutting and pasting the same thing while somebody slowly loses their fucking mind it's not malicious. There's nothing nasty in it. It's just a little fun tip for all of you out there. If someone's being a dickhead, just use that phrase over and over until they block you. It's great fun. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's good. I like, I mean, I, I'm i good with all people. Part, I, I said, the worst of me comes out when I play virtual table tennis. Yeah. And uh, if I'm in a bad mood, I, I like to wind up people on there. And they're easy to wind up because there are some people who take it a bit too, well, I take it a bit too seriously. But I was about to say, Jamie, I do it. remember saying, oh, it'd be lovely to have a game with you. And you, your exact words were, there's no point. Yeah, it's just like uh, one of the guys. <laughs> well, one of the guys there, you could tell he, because it's obviously virtual and I, I'm looking at him and I, I noticed that on the left-hand side that he was unable to return the serve, which to me, I already know now that it's probably because he is he's set up in a small room which means that the wall's there. So he actually can't jump through Move the wall to hit there. it back. Yeah. So of course, what do I do is I just aim a lot of my spin and that where he can't hit it. And he was just getting really annoyed and pointing at me and that saying he can't go that side. And I was like, well, it's not my fault. <laughs> so it's not my, I don't need to worry about this. You, that's a you problem, not mine. And of course, just be, just be him. He said, he called me every name under the sun, but I'm just like, well, you know, move, find somewhere else that you can't highlight your weaknesses. I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to capitalize you. on them uh, and not give you a chance. Uh, I'm, I'm lucky. I've punk. derailed this one. I've derailed this one, but yeah, but on the whole, <laughs> you know, energy side of things, um, you know, from a, from a business point of view, like I, I didn't even touch Instagram and I'm nowhere near sort of your size of followings until I, you know, relatively mastered, you know, Facebook and Facebook groups. That's what I did first. And I, and I sort of do say to most people, if, especially if we're talking about social media and we'll talk about, you know, other things in life and relationships in a bit as we go on in the, in the podcast. But if you're going to go or, you know, going to use a platform like a social media platform for something to grow your business, then go all in on it. Like what you what you end up finding is that people spreading themselves too thin. So they'll do a bit on here, a bit on there, and they half-ass everything. Like for me, I'd rather go all in on something for a period of time, attain a degree of mastery or at least, you know, higher level competency, figure out what works, figure out what doesn't work, and then go, cool, have I got enough time? Have I got enough systems, SOP structure, all that kind of good stuff in place? Then I'll look at the next one. And I think it's so important because it's this kind of shiny object syndrome. When something's mm. new, it becomes exciting. And it's actually something 
that I spoke a lot to some of my um, trainer mine clients about. I'm like, it's just this assumption that business is meant to be exciting. And actually, you know, the, the key is just doing the same boring shit over and over and over again until it works. And unfortunately, people get bored and then they mm. find something shiny and new and it excites them again. And you just like, if you just went back to where you were originally and just focused on repetition in that, firstly, you get very good at that thing. And secondly, you'd be a lot further than where you are now. Mate, and this is just... about energy. Yeah, I just was, I'm in the process of writing my new book now. And one of the lines I actually remembered writing in there was learn to embrace the boring. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to hate it or it's going to suck the life out of you. But what I meant by, but I did sort of go on to say the caveat of boring is, is often doing the same things every day consistently at the same time, give you this phenomenal result, not immediately, but cumulatively down the line. Same with, you know, your fitness your business, your mindset, your relationships, you build on things over time and then it becomes fantastic. Everything is so short-termist nowadays. And that's, that's a, a lot of things are short-termist and it's very easy. Like I find this, one of my struggles I have when I'm marketing stuff is that I don't sell a quick fix. I don't sell, you know, you're going to get an X-figure business in X amount of months because it's bullshit, to be honest with you. And most people, I say it's like, you know, two to five years. Most people can't think that far ahead, but it is that time served and it is investing your energy in the right things consistently, you know, give or take every day that is going to give you a life, a business, a body that you never thought you could have, but it isn't sexy and it is a little bit boring. And well, as you just said there with like with bodybuilding, since we've both got our vests on. Um, <laughs> no, we haven't. <laughs> what vest, Jamie? <laughs> Well, people can't see that who are listening to it on the... Yeah, uh, but I'm doing this so I can get you get your screenshots so you can post on social media. <laughs> but no, Jamie turned up wearing a vest today and I'm like, right, I can't quite beat him on gun show, but I'm at least going to get my one, which makes me look a lot bigger than I actually am. <laughs> um, yeah, so what, what I'm talking about is um, I've got, I'm just looking at uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Encyclopedia of Bodybuilding. It's really mm. thick, but to be honest, it probably needs to be a quarter that size because what worked for Arnold you know, 50, 60 years ago still works today. And it's understanding mm -hmm. the basic fundamentals of growth. And that is not just growth of your body, that's growth with your brain and growth with your business too. And it is finding what those fundamentals are and then just repeating them over and over again. Because, you know, algorithms change, platforms change, but pe the people on those things uh, don't change. So mm. once you understand, like for me, with guys to social media once you understand people you understand platforms and it's very easy to learn a platform if you understand people uh, it's very easy to build your uh, body when you understand the fundamentals of hypertrophy so very simple processes for that and uh, same difference for business buddy same difference for business like I remember I was speaking to a couple of people last week on some coaching calls and these are people who are kind of starting out and both of them have got really good um, skill sets. One's got a product and one's got a service. They're really fucking good. But they don't have an audience. 
and they were wondering why they can't make money, why it's not working. And they, they, you know, they post a handful of times a week. And I said, look, your main focus right now has to be getting eyeballs and ears. You've got to get people listening to you and watching you and reading your words and seeing what you do. You have to put yourself out there consistently on a day-to-day basis. It's like that fundamental, as I say to people, you could be the best at whatever it is you do, but if no one sees you, no one hears you, no one reads you, well, it doesn't fucking matter. Like that audience building and that connecting with people thing is such a huge part. And I say to all my clients now, like, you know, the first part of your day, if you can, should be connecting, reaching out, adding people, you know, if you're on LinkedIn, adding the right people, connecting with people, putting out content, putting stuff out there that actually brings eyeballs and ears into your world. Because if you've got that, then you can market something to them. But without the eyeballs and ears, you got fuck all. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, once again, this is exactly the same with just understanding energy. And although there's lots of different things you can do, in your business, lots of different things you can do with your body and with your brain. Uh, you know, if it if it's not in the calendar and you don't understand what it is that you're doing, then it's not going to get done. And there are, mm. like for me, when it comes to business, it's like, cool, there are simple things which I've got to get ticked off and put in the calendar each week to be able to deliver what it is that I do, not only for my business, but for myself. So, you know, I need to put everything in that calendar because once it's in there and ticked off, I could, I don't need to think about it. It's just so many people are busy all the time because they haven't got a plan. And Can I just say that's a huge tip there? Because one of the things that when I start working with a client, um, a lot of the times they come to me for the business coaching. That's the thing they want. That's the that's the, the exciting thing, yeah? But the first thing we do is get them productive. And we're going to be talking about that in our next podcast. But the key thing that I do is I go through their diary, work out what they can and can't do. We actually work out what we call their highest order activity. So what things do you do? that are going to give the biggest bang for your buck, um, personally and professionally. We work those, And we put all those in the diary and we put them either on daily, weekly or monthly repeats in a four-week cycle. I've mentioned this before, but you, you tweak and adjust that. I generally review it every 90 days or so. I do it myself as well. But what that does is, is exactly what you've said there. If, if it's in the diary, my phone then says to me, do this. For example, me and Jay have the same time Every week we record. It's in the diary. It's on fixed repeat. That means we don't move things because we know at that time me and Jay are showing up on camera, ready to rock, ready to record this for you. I do it with every other part of my life. I do it with the gym. I do it with, you know, date nights as and when applicable, spending time with mum and sister, writing my content, doing my coaching calls, equally stuff like downtime, fun time, nights with the boys. Everything's in the diary on repeat. And as a result, I'm not wasting mental energy thinking about this, moving things around. I used to plan my diary week to week. So I'd have a coaching call. Then I'd be like planning it in for the next week. And fuck me, I was pulled so thin doing that. Now, everything goes on repeat. And if it's not in the diary, I don't fucking do it. Simple. Yeah. And it's just being ruthless with that time. Because yeah. actually, when you're being ruthless with your time, you're being ruthless with your energy. Because you've mm. only got so much to give. And a lot of that should be given to yourself. Yep. And it comes back to what we were saying in a previous uh, Body and the Beast about energy producing energy, friction producing energy, resistance producing energy. And what I mean by resistance is exercise, you know, looking after yourself and you know, being disciplined in those so you can have more energy. And when mm. you, you know, when your cup is full, so to speak, it's very easy to help others with you know, we're filling up theirs. Do you know what I heard? It, speaking of cups, and this is again, I sound like this is just name dropping as fuck, but it just so happens that I've been obviously spent the last few days 
writing my new book and I'm about sort of 20 osh thousand words through it now. But there's a really good analogy, which is on the chapter, which is called you are the most important thing in your life. And it was talking about this metaphorical jug. That jug is your energy, time and resources. And it's full to the brim, full with water. Yeah. And then you've got all these cups. So you've got life cups, gym cups, relationship cups, work cups, friendship. So you've got all these cups and you can decide. So you've got that one jug of water. Yeah. And you decide how much you're going to fill each one up. You can fill all of them up a little bit, which is kind of cool in a way because you're kind of giving everything a little bit of love. But the problem is you often don't do anything with enough depth or quality that actually gives you the desired result you is often seen as lacking. Or you just fill up maybe one or two cups and you go all in on it, which is great because you're focusing that, but then all the other cups are left bone dry. So you've got that balancing act with your, your jug. That's your energy. That's your time, your resources, your money, all in one. And that water, it represents how much you've got. There's only so much that you can give around or, or spread thin before it becomes to the point where, honestly, it's almost not worth pouring. And I think as well, like I think with adding to that analogy of, of yourself, you don't need to fill up every single cup full for it to yep. be able to serve you correctly. You know, not every every cup of, of you know of your energy needs to be filled. Uh, a prime example of this is you know you could allocate four hours to some, you know to somebody. Let's just say an mm -hmm. employee or even a friend, and actually yep. spending four hours with them. It's a bit too much because they do your fucking editing. <laughs> so actually, but but actually, the best quality time is an hour with them. Yeah, which then gives you three more hours to spend in other places which might be more suitable. And and this is what I mean. It's just like be wary of how much time you give to things because sometimes we give too much time to the wrong things and most mm. importantly, the wrong people. And I'll say as well, off the back of that, because obviously we, we started talking about threads and some of the new platforms and where you can, what places you can put your energy and stuff. Also, you've got to understand that sometimes you need to put that energy into something for quite a while. So you're not necessarily, I mean, you said how many years was Twitter for you? Is it 12 years you said on Twitter? to get Yeah, tw 12 years. years. Uh, I mean, 12 like, years. yeah, tw 12 years, but I said like not consistently. So yeah, hence but you put why, in a lot you know, of time and effort at the start to get it rolling and you know there was still an energy you know involvement of it so understand as well you might you know going back to the cups you might fill a couple of cups up really full and go all in for a period of time but you're probably going to have to do that for a lot longer than you think and i think there's this thread that's woven through many of these podcasts which is the fact that the good shit you want you know the great body the great relationship the great business the great freedom whatever it is that's kind of really high value to you does take time you can't necessarily have it all at once. And sometimes you have to, you know, build one thing while something else gets put onto maintenance. And then you swap it around and go on to the next one. But all this good shit does take energy. And that energy sometimes has to be invested for a bit longer than you think it's going to be. We often see people, especially on social media, sharing the end results, but they're not shared the years and years of fucking work that it's taken to get those results. Yeah, I, I don't know if you've seen it. And, and I love all these random documentaries on netflix but they've got one about american gladiators at the moment uh, yeah i've nailed it in one go yeah and it's like what's humbling to say is that was like a massive success but the amount of hurdles that it took to get off the ground the amount of like fuck-ups that it had before it yeah. got made a success and I, I think it i think it's so nice to see that same with arnold as well like when you watch the mm. arnold documentary it took him 10 years to go from bodybuilder to actually landing a 
film role that equated to his success. Ten yeah. fucking years. So, you know, when you look at these people and go, oh, you know, they just breezed it. It's like, no, they just didn't give up. They just realized that the whole journey of this isn't a destination. It's it's beating on a craft and, and improving each and every time. And, and when you do suddenly get the result, it's only going to take one film or one opportunity to get that. And it's a beautiful thing because it's just like a game of patience. It will come if you want it bad enough. And if you don't, that's cool. It's not for you. And uh, don't just don't be one of those people that goes, I tried that and it didn't work because mm. it's just the f- unfortunate fact that you didn't work. Oh, oh, a spicy one there, Mr. Alderton. A spicy but think, one, sir. I, but I think it's so important, you know, and I've said this as well with social media. I had, um, you know, I had decent growth in 10 years of doing social media a mass an example of this is my instagram account it took me mm. 10 years to get 100,000 followers and then it took me 6 months to get 200,000 followers so double 10 years worth of work but had i not put the 10 years in to get the 100 i wouldn't have got the 206 months it's because i needed to understand my message to do repetition to get better at delivering my message to help people and to get good on video and to do, and get good at editing and all the all the shit that is um you know that makes good content to then finally get my message out and i wouldn't have done that had i just given up yeah. so you've just got to enjoy the journey and and don't get too frustrated because there is no destination. When you get there, you'll just be looking for fucking something else anyway. Mate, I was writing about this the other day. Like I remember, and this is, you know, I think I've spoken about this in a previous one, about the whole concept of, you know, anchoring your success on a milestone. Now I'm all for celebrating milestones. If you hit a financial target, a physique target, you know, you've achieved, you know, maybe you've met the the person of your dreams or maybe you've traveled whatever. Again, whatever it is your thing is, if you achieve it, that's fucking awesome. And honestly, I do think you should celebrate these things because it gives you a nice little dopamine, you know, reward loop. You, you know, you do something, you achieve it, you give yourself a pat on the back, give yourself a little treat and then off to the next one. But I remember doing exactly the same. I thought when I first could earn, if I could earn an extra couple and have my gym, okay, I'll be a success. Cool. Really proud of it. Didn't feel any different. When I had my first five figure month, then I'm going to be somebody. Felt the same. When I thought I'd have my first six figure month, felt the same. First seven figure year, felt the same. And even, and I will say there's a slight difference. Even when I got, I mean, again, not in your caliber and probably not in the caliber of a lot of people listening, but you know, still, since the boxing match, my first ever proper six pack. All six are still there. They're still there, right? Am I proud of it? Yeah, but I'm still me. And I think the good thing is I knew when I got there this time, it didn't define me. It didn't make me a better person or anything that was more, you know, that I was more awesome because, you know, going back to the fucking awesome title of the book, it was just something I achieved. I was proud I achieved it. I put the work in, you know, I had a bit of a treat, which was mainly quite a lot of pizzas because it didn't take me a lot of time to get there. But it didn't change who I was as a core at a person. So when you are putting your energy into something, as much as Jay said there, you've got to learn to enjoy the process and the journey. So having a goal and having an end destination is really cool. Keeps you focused, keeps you going, keeps you motivated, especially when the tough days come and they do come. But again, understanding where you put that energy and how you invest it and obviously what the end reward is going to be, always be mindful of that. 
Yeah, and I, you know, probably what I want to sign off of this um, slightly shorter mm. episode today is going back to the space rocket analogy, which we spoke about in a couple of episodes, you know, a couple of episodes ago, where a I think it's a, a um, spaceship burns eleven thousand pounds of fuel a second or something random like that to get to orbit, but once it's in orbit, it uses no fuel because, of course, it just floats. And it's a great analogy to look at when it comes to doing anything. You know, if you're starting a new social platform, if you're starting a new business, if you're starting anything new, the amount of energy that you've got to put into getting it off the ground is fucking astronomical. Brutal. But never assume for a second that it's always going to be like that because your skills get better, your team gets better, Every, you get better. You know, things you get better, and things do become easier. Unfortunately, mm. a lot of people don't see that because then they just make more work for themselves instead of delegating things out and saying no to more things and um, knowing the points when where you got where you know the things that got you where you are today are not the things that are going to get you to the next level. Yeah, and I'll, I'll just sort of slightly different wrap up for me, but again, with you know, with this this finite pot jug of energy you've got right um just be mindful where you invest it and equally who you invest it in so yes you know we talked about a new platform but you know i myself have fallen foul to this before obviously you get into a new relationship you put all your time and energy into it and it doesn't work out and then you're left you know heartbroken and embarrassed and obviously it's like oh here we go again um done the same with business as well put fucking everything all my chips in onto that particular thing without necessarily thinking it through and you know a couple of times that hasn't paid off so again when it does come to your energy think about the now and then also think to yourself does this work at scale is this going to be something i still want to do in three months time 12 months time five years time for example me i love facebook i've enjoyed it i like writing i like the medium users i can do that forever as long as it exists i can stay on there forever i love writing i like doing my emails i like doing my books i can do that forever but if you don't think you can invest that energy at scale or that energy isn't necessarily going to pay off put it elsewhere instead you've only got so much 100 percent, ladies and gents I really hope you enjoyed this slightly shorter episode of the Body and the Beast podcast. And if you did, let us know on social media. We love it when we get our tags in there and your feedback. It really, really does mean a lot to us. So whatever resonated with you from this, please share with us on social media. I have been your body, Jamie Willerton. And I've been your beast, Dan Meredith. Take care.